Hello and welcome to the LCI podcast. This is episode 11 and tonight I have Connor with me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm here and prepared to beg people to make trades with me. I have the podcast once again. <laughs> yeah, uh, but... <laughs> otherwise doing well. <laughs> yeah, on the show docs, I just have an hour of you asking people hypothetical trades. <laughs> Listen, my urgency around trading Miles Gaskin in no way should be taken as an indication that you should not trade for him uh, because he's very good and reliable and predictable this season. Uh, keep that in mind as <laughs> he is without a doubt the best running back in Miami. I mean, that's certainly true for what that counts. I'll leave to the listeners <laughs> of which we apparently have more than 10. So, you know, numbers are growing. Well, you know, we gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be, uh, it's an exciting thing. You see that logo, you see that name, and you think to yourself, boy, I gotta, gotta hear what's going on there. Exactly. People are missing out for some in-depth fantasy football analysis. And now you have left me. <laughs> nope, we're back. I'm back. <laughs> it's all good. We've, uh, I've done the full circle. I've had everyone in the league on the, ep- on the show now. Um, I've met everyone in the league, gotten to know everyone a little bit better. Everyone's origin story. That's right. Everyone's superhero origin story. We're back to the beginning, so to speak. And uh, we are, this is week 11 coming up. And I think only, that makes three, four weeks to go. Yeah. yeah. Four weeks to go, including this one. So, Including this one crunch time man yeah i uh i've been over here being optimistic about my winning streak and my chances of making the playoffs that's not a lot of time uh, to pull ahead of the pack here maybe well maybe this, maybe this is a bit more of a pipe dream than i had thought i mean you say that but here we are we have four five teams at six and four and one team at five and five for our playoff current playoff people and then the three of us at four and six. So <laughs> you're two games back and I'm two games back. It's uh, not hard. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's a, a bullseye on Jaron's head or sorry, Matt's head. Um, Cause he's, he's at five and five in that juicy sweet six spot. And he's got the three of us right behind him. And I mean, Nick's on a winning streak too. So I'm uh, glad that things are getting, the thing, things are tightening up rather than, you know, people pulling further ahead as we hit the home stretch. Yeah, and there's some advantage, advad, advantageous matches coming up for you, I guess you could say. Um, we'll get to those later in the episode, but, you know, every game is going to matter now. Very, very, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, an exciting home stretch, which is nice. Um, I've had it both the other ways where you're far enough ahead that you're just kind of in cruise control and you start making trades for people that are coming back from injury in the playoffs because you don't need to compete for playoff spots anymore. And I've been to the other place where there's no shot because you're three wins behind the person in the last playoff spot. And you just kind of like how much selling can I get away with here? But it feels like this is an actual playoff hunt, um, which is great. Yeah, well, you're in a, a two-game win streak, so, you know, 
you're you're on fire as they speak yeah i uh i feel i've definitely gotten lucky a couple times um i think both wins i've not been in the top half of well so the week before this past week so two weeks ago now um it was just a real that was that i, I was listening to the podcast that was the week where everyone had a bad week and oh, yeah. uh, I, I put in a score of 119, which was great that week. And for compared to the rest of the season, would not have uh, won me very much, if anything at all. Yeah. Um, and then somewhat of a similar story this past week. But I think that was much more of just uh, uh, Zach got the wrong bounces, the wrong, you know, things then didn't go his way combined with some injury and bye week stuff that kind of made things more favorable for me. So, um, yeah, excited to, to see how the rest of the season goes here. But speaking of last week, um, well, shoot, let me just start off by saying, uh, <laughs> Zach, you suck. Um, this, uh, this 76.85 score you turned in as a direct reflection of your judgment not only as a fantasy football manager, but as a person, as a man, frankly. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, just a, just a weird week for him. You don't have Chubb, you don't have Barkley, um, and Amari Cooper turns in seven points. You know, James Robinson did what he could, but Waller and Mike Williams, who were carrying him to early season success, kind of continue to be... Uh, on the flat line for him, which is super unfortunate. Yeah, and I, I think in that uh, Washington Bucks game is a bit of a surprise outcome in real football world, where <laughs> the Bucks were trailing the whole time, so McKissick's not getting those uh, catches to you know you'd expect when you're trailing, and uh, Brady had a really bad game coming off a of bye week with two interceptions. So yeah, that's really that's really the game that turned it on its head. I like I I I was hoping to come into this podcast all excited to talk about the plot line of Gaskin's revenge game against Zach and Singletary's revenge game against me, but neither of them Singletary put up ten points, which is pretty respectable for him, but nobody nothing too crazy. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this player, Antonio Gibson. Scored 20 points for me, so that was pretty great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, after I trade him, he uh, he starts to do well, but... <laughs> yeah, that was... It's, uh, it's got, it, it stings a little, though, the immediate week after, but, you know, you aren't making it for a one-week trade. You're doing it for the longer term, so... Um, and, I mean, it's not like Dalvin Cook lost you the week. Um, you just ran into a meat grinder over there with Nick. Yeah, I mean, might as well... Uh... Hop over to that game, as you said, uh, Nick, with the top score of the week, 146.29 to my 133.49, which, as the Sleeper Weekly Report wanted to tell me, was third place in the league. So thanks, Sleeper, for uh, letting me know that I would have beaten six other teams. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice when when it's nice when the automated report can can haunt you a little bit every now and again. Uh, certainly. Um, just a bad beat. No other way to put it. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm grateful uh, as the guy, you know, um, needing needing you to not. I, I, now that we're tied, if you had won, I believe I would still be um, not 
and I'd still, I believe I'd be in eighth place, but, um, so I was grateful for that, but yeah, just a bad beat. Had I won, I would have uh, leapfrog Matt and be in the uh, sixth place spot right now. Oh, so it's a, it's a pretty big Ex- loss. Extra heartbreaking. Let's keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, combined with my, my one point loss last week, you know, like I could have been five and six right now or not five and six, but you know, I could have had, I could have been in the playoff spot right now. And you know, I, I figured I was going to lose after that uh, Sunday night game. Daryl Williams comes out with a huge 25 points. Um, so I basically retired because I think I was already down by, I don't know, 35 or 40 points. <clears throat> and then uh, Debo decides that two touchdowns, 200 y- 140 yards or whatever is just, just what I needed to see. Give me that hope <laughs> to maybe, just maybe get in there. <laughs> but... Yeah, what a performance. I saw the headline number, um, but I didn't. And I'm now looking. Your two wide receivers had eight carries for 110 yards. Am I yeah. reading this? And two and two rushing touchdowns? That's what you got out of Debo and Agnew? Yeah, Agnew had, uh, I think it was one carry for 64 yards. And then as you can see by the rest of his stat lines, almost nothing else. So. Zero for five <laughs> out of your receiver for 19 points. I am not going to complain about my uh, last second switch in for him. Yeah, that's, that's quite the, uh... yeah, I mean, you're, you're going down the line here. I mean, uh, it's not like swapping Melvin for your highest bench performer would have made the difference, but, uh, Melvin did not, uh, you know, offer a repeat performance of last week's uh, uh, bench performance for you. So, yeah, it's um, unfortunate. But I, I even looked. I looked at the waiver wires, and like the best QB available only got uh, seven and a half more points. So I'd still need to also have picked up and flexed some other player. So, just wasn't my week. Again, unfortunate, but. Uh... Yeah, hell of a hell of a performance by Nick. Um, Twenty points by that indie defense. Great. I mean, yeah, just a just a string of great performances when you can drop fifty, all just about uh, with a subpar performance from your QB. Good week. No kidding. Yeah, he's on his his two game win streak now. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens going forward. Keith and uh, Stefan here had a real close one um prior to the monday night game i think stefan had a solid 95 plus percent win because he just had his qb left to play and then uh the rams are completely turned their game around the last two weeks and uh stafford struggles to get him the win there and only ended up with nine points at the end of the day yeah i just a crazy game wherein of course, Christian McCaffrey does, in fact, give you your your twenty your twenty points. But your two highest producers are uh, on the in the game are Ceedee Lamb and, of course, uh, the Dallas defense. Um, yeah, this was a this was a weird matchup, but yeah, definitely down to the and uh, unfortunate about Cordero and his injury because these are two of of the strongest looking rosters heading into the heading into the home stretch of the season here. Yeah, and we're recording this Thursday, so the game is going on. Obviously, he's out tonight. Um, but 
I guess some good news is that it was close to maybe being in. So with that extended week off, he might be back for next week. Not bad. Would be good. You know, Keith's team, you know, lots of good players. Just all of them seem to unperform, underperform. Maybe some some worry for him now that uh, Jones is uh, out for a couple weeks and uh, his uh, backup running backs, you know, maybe to be desired with uh, Kenyon Drake there and Josh Jacobs. You know, you don't want to have two running backs on the same team, but... Uh, if only some hero had been nobly stashing RB2s and RB3s for the last few weeks and could offer him a, a stellar deal. Uh, th- th- that aside, yeah, it is... It is uh is unfortunate i i I still you know it's not it's not a hot take to say leonard fournette is um great because he's the uh what rb15 in our league so far this year um but um i i like him for the rest of the season i think um you know jones being out a few weeks i don't think keith needs to worry about falling out of playoff contention necessarily and having jones and fournette reunited together heading into uh heading into the playoffs as as it looks like he will um you know then you can then you that affords you the ability to say okay where do things land in las vegas does uh does jordan howard finally actually have a starting role here at long last um but it's nice i will i will also just add in Speaking as someone who tried to pry him away while he was injured, in the hopes um, uh, that that uh, you know Stefan uh, was not as smart as as uh, as it turns out he is. Um, nice to see C Mac back at it. Guy's incredible. He uh, got two touchdowns vultured by the great Cam Newton, and uh, he comes away with twenty one points. So yeah, 10 for, and ten for and ten. He, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't. He's, he's not even fully healthy. Like they had him on a snap count. They were like, ah, oh, we got to manage his workload. 10, 10 receptions, 13 carries. Was it, what is the snap percentage? 65%. Yeah. And he uh, averages usually like in the nineties when he's back yep. into it. So yeah, that's just scary. <laughs> just a classic C-Mac touchdown list. 20, 20 point week. What a guy. Matt and uh, Neil here had another nail biter. Um, Matt looked kind of dead in the water mon- Sunday night, and uh, Mahomes Hill produces once again with twenty or fifty points between the two of them. Five touchdowns by Mahomes, and uh, two by Hill. <laughs> Just holds them back into it, and then I think for the second or third week in a row here, Neil has had Cooper Cup come in and basically disappear for three quarters of the real game, and then fourth quarter gets like 10 catches or something and once yep. again steals the win for him 11 catches 122 yards yeah it it's uh it's insane to see it happen in real time um i, I the cup thing is is hilarious i mean again another another touchdownless insane performance 11 receptions 122 yards um I'd also like to say, um, having having ditched him after his his uh, breakout a couple weeks ago, I hope I, I I don't know what his contract situation is, um, but I hope somebody gives Dearness Johnson a starting job next year 
what a what a friggin' great story that is. Um, third string former. He's he used to play in the XFL, right? That's that's his story. Oh, could or be, U, yeah. Or I'm USFL. Not, um, not too too familiar. His first year is 2019, which would have put him at 23. So it seems about... the a, he was in the AAFL. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I, I I hope he gets a gets his chance at starting. I don't know who needs a running back. Maybe he can go uh, platoon with Cordero Peterson or something. I don't know, okay. but. Yeah, yeah, that was a great story. Yeah, he looked great, and you know, a team that might need running backs next year. You know, the Seahawks. You don't know what's happening with Carson, so yeah, throw that out. <laughs> maybe, <there. laughs> maybe Cleveland can package Baker and Dearness Johnson for Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you doing okay? Are you are you holding up all right with regards to uh, Russell Wilson and his future? Oh, it's fine. I mean, this season's over, so I've already accepted that. <laughs> but, but like, do you think he's he's a, a Seahawk next year? Uh, I mean, I imagine he will be, but if he wants to hold out and go to someone else, then I don't completely blame him. This team has basically been him and no one else for a while. I mean, Bobby Wagner, I guess, is cemented the defense for the past decade but otherwise it's been i don't know what to say it's a messy i guess the offensive line has been terrible for five years i don't know why he wants to (laughs) stand around behind it yeah it's uh yeah i don't i don't boy not 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 a fun time for him and there's not a lot of like they traded everything to get jamal adams uh it seems like and uh, I just don't know where they go from here. Um, their head coach is 71, something like that. It's going to yeah. be an interesting offseason over there. Definitely, especially with the rest of the division looking like great teams for the next few years. It's, it's going to be bad for a little bit, I think. I think so as well. Yeah, but I don't know what else to say in this matchup here. Everyone, everyone on both teams came out to, came out to play, and uh, Matt just got unlucky with facing second high score of the week yeah uh, now he's five and five and neil on the other hand had a really unlucky start to the season so as he said in chat uh it's rebounded the other way for him and he's getting the lucky breaks yeah the only the only thing for him is uh um tight end with goddard not um you know, with, he's dealing with a concussion. Everyone thought, oh, Zach Ertz is, is gone now, and uh, that now it's time. Now it's Dallas's time to shine. That hasn't really happened yet, and uh, Knox has fallen victim as much as anyone to uh, the weird, bizarro situation in Buffalo um, over the last couple of weeks. So hopefully one of those two guys... Uh, rebounds and, and gives them some confidence heading into the playoffs because that's the only weakness on the roster i think yeah i think so and our last matchup here is uh jaron and zane um pretty much a bye week for zane there as his his team uh underperformed greatly and kamara is injured which is very worrisome and of course across the side uh jaron held had ingram so it was extra extra painful to see your your starters handcuff come in and 
basically destroy you. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit of a, a brutal week for Zane, who uh, the 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 McNichols thing broke. Uh, not the way anyone thought it would, um, which is unfortunate. And <laughs> Hawkinson, he really had us. He real. I mean, I, I I say us because I just as much as anyone was like, ah, yes, he has ascended into the tier of Kittle and and uh, and uh, uh, boy, my Kelsey, uh, he's really ascended into that upper echelon of tight ends. Um, just a big old goose egg. One target, zero catches. Yeah, the one target is super worrying. But, I mean, the Lions, Lions have been a complete mess and somehow they really tied, have. A, tied a game, which even ruins it for them to <laughs> set a record there. But <laughs> Yeah, I uh, the whole situation with... Uh, I have a tendency to... Uh, think that like high draft picks if they get another shot somewhere else they can turn it around like i i'm a big fan of that storyline i'm a big fan of 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 just just when that happens um so like i didn't think the lines were gonna make any noise but i was like hey maybe maybe the lines have something here with jared goff nope they do they do not um really speaks to sean mcveigh because uh yeah i I'd be surprised if Jared Goff is. He might not even be on an NFL roster next year. It's pretty surreal. Yeah, and yeah, just a complete disaster there. And don't have much else to say about the Lions, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, and, and uh, with Zane, it's just yeah. Sometimes the stars align in a in a bad way. I mean, yeah, Henderson, uh, poor game script. Uh, Hurts. What is this? His worst week and. Like in quite some time, the Rams defense four points. That's not that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, just a just a weird week for him. So mm. I'm sure it, I, I wouldn't take too much away from it. Yeah, on the on the other side of the, the field here, Jaron's team is uh, now on their fifth game in a row. Um, if I told you that the manager of of King Henry hadn't lost a game since his injury, <laughs> I feel like. People would be quite a kind of surprised about how well his team is held up. I agree. The AJ Dillon <laughs> to get to get. Um, I mean, between the two of them, what is that? Uh, Forty-three points between AJ Dillon and uh, Mark Ingram. Like that's a, that's just good. That is good fantasy management right there. Yeah, um, I think he's been holding on to Dillon for a few weeks, and I, I yeah. think. And he wasn't, and Jones wasn't injured to start the game, so I think he threw him in out of a bit of desperation. I think Boston Scott was his only other running back, so he had to do it and uh, paid off. It sure and did. Now Aaron Jones is out for at least two weeks, so. Yep, and Dak Prescott now is starting to become the name du jour for, to talk about for MVP. Um, he's putting up great numbers. It's, uh, yeah, quite a, quite a turnaround. Um, and you just kind of assume that certainly in my in my work league, uh, losing Henry is kind of a, a death sentence for 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 that <laughs> fantasy season. Um, so it's good to see him managing his way through it. Yep. And on his bench, he has some 
he still has Mixon and uh, Darnell Mooney to go with. Hulu's looking a lot more intriguing now that uh, Allen Robinson might not be playing this weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows uh, how many targets uh, Allen Robinson would have would have gotten had he been there? But um, I, I certainly think Mooney is a a good player to have in your stable. Well, that's all of our matchups. There uh, wasn't much that happened this week. The waiver was pretty boring. You know, a couple defenses, some kickers, depth players. Um, so nothing really exciting. Um, Wayne Gallman was picked up and not even started. So, you know, just a $3 flyer to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I mean... Obviously, I'm as guilty of chasing volume as anyone, but the thing about the thing about Cordero is that he's not doing it as a running back. Like he's he's a, a weird gadgety player that gets huge amounts of touchdowns and is hugely efficient. They do all sorts of stuff, but he's not you know 20 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown. And I don't like. Has anyone had a good traditional running game as as a running back for the Atlanta Falcons this year? I don't think it's happened. No. Um, so <laughs> chasing volume, respectable. I I I, 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 ha- I I do it as much as anyone else does, but um, I don't think that I don't think that Wayne Gallman's going. I don't think any any Atlanta running back. You know, if they decide. Mike Davis and uh, Wayne Gallman aren't the answers and they decide to bring back Todd Gurley or something. Like, I don't think either of those guys are going to be, I don't think anyone's going to be coming into the Atlanta backfield and putting up uh, predictable good performances as, as a, you know, as a running back, but uh, we'll see. I, how, how's he doing? We're recording during the game right now. How Gallman? is yeah? How's Gallman doing? <laughs> Let's uh take a look here. He currently has one attempt for negative three yards. Ah yes, of course, of course. So this is a good good benching. And uh, yeah, Mike Davis was also picked up uh, yesterday, and uh, he currently has three attempts for one yard. Yeah, so um, it is a uh, just a stellar backfield right now. Truly, truly. And it looks like the Patriots got you another interception. So, hey, I'll take that. Hey, I'm up to twelve. Ooh, twelve and a quarter from a deep. Yes, man. Yeah, this, yeah. this New England defense. Um, fuck you, Bill Belichick, forever. But also, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, yeah. would would be remiss to not comment on the truly bizarre uh, roster move Stefan made of cutting Robert Woods in order to pick up Michael Thomas. Um, ah, yes. Truly befuddling. Uh, we're going to need to get him on here and um, <laughs> just, you know, does he know something we don't know? Is he uh, aware of, is there street level information that says that he's going to get cut and picked up by the Patriots or something? We I don't know. know. It's, it's hard to say. I haven't seen any news on him. So, I mean, if he gets cut, that's one thing, right? I don't know what the dead cap is, but I guess it would be too surprising considering the relationship between him and the team. Uh, yeah, I think they would need to restructure for a trade. I think that if they cut him, it would be something somewhere in the realm of, uh, like 
18 million dead cap next year. Um, so I do think that whoever, wherever he goes next year, because I do think that the relationship with, uh, I do think that the relationship with uh, uh, New Orleans has run its course, but wherever he goes next year, I think it's going to need to involve a contract restructure because mm -hmm. it's pretty untenable. And as always, New Orleans is right up against the cap. Well, he's a big part of that too. He has a few years left as well, I think. It's true. Very much so. Um, shall we shall we take a look at the upcoming and or in pro in progress? Yeah, I mean a, Europe you're up thirteen to five point nine right now against yeah, Zach. I currently have the uh, top score of the week with uh Nick Folk carrying my team as always. <laughs> put it put it in the bank, man. Yeah. Uh Jacob, Jacoby Myers. Uh, I uh I don't want to talk about the odds of me winning because I feel like after I said that last week, you know, the fantasy gods decided <laughs> it wasn't happening. So. Uh, yeah, the the sleeper. Uh, everyone, everyone has commented on it. The sleeper win probability uh, is continues to be the most hilarious thing. I think the the truly the funniest thing about it is that like. As the like, it's not related to any sort of probability. It's related to like the the underlying number is their own projections of how many points players will score. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I don't know how they come up with those, but like when you're halfway through the week and you're like, "Haha, I have eighty percent chance to win," it's because the, the it's because of what they forecasted your players to do, which. You know, it's it's a it's a snake eating its own tail, man. It's it's just the best. Yeah, it but, just I mean, with like... that said, thirteen points from your kicker, uh, you know, shut it down. You're done. Yeah, exactly. He's been he's the kicker number one on the year, so is he pretty happy? Yeah, he is. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Since uh, week seven, he's you know five or more points. So, and every week he's questionable. It's always I don't know why. I guess he just doesn't practice. He just uh, stays on the sideline all week, and then Thursday he comes in and he's good to go. I mean, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the thing that um, Bill Belichick used to do all the time back in the day, right? Before before they made all the changes to the way that injury reports are made, and they got rid of the probable designation. Like Belichick was just like, yeah, everyone on the roster is on the injury report. What of it? He's got a lower body injury. He's probable. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, other players in the matchup, you know, Zach has uh, Barkley coming back from the looks of it. You know, not a great matchup against Tampa Bay, but nonetheless, you you have to start him. And mm -hmm. I I can't imagine Chubb will still have COVID by the time the game rolls around, but I have no idea. <laughs> um, he he was vaccinated, so it shouldn't be too much longer. Hopefully. Yeah, I was I was looking at Zach's roster earlier, and I did not quite piece together. Like I must have been looking at last week, but like if Barkley's back this week, and Chubb's going to be back either this week or next, and you've got James Robinson, uh, yeah, uh, I've 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 said it earlier in the season, but certainly now things are coming back together for him. That's a that's a great RB RB stack, and I'm I'm very curious to see if Darren Waller can return to form um, over the last five weeks, he's only crossed double digits once. 
um, not not counting the bye. Um, the last five games, he's the last five Raiders games. So uh, we'll see what he can do against the Bengals. It's gonna. I mean, you've got Kelsey. That's the. It's a, a pretty good matchup because everywhere else across the board, this is blue chip against blue chip, right? Like, yeah. um, Eckler and Cook versus Barkley and Chubb. Great stuff. I mean, Debo and Agnew. I guess they're uh, <laughs> they're both coming off crazy, insane weeks. Um, yeah, I'm uh, yeah. not not quite set on my receivers right now. Um, I heard news that Collins wasn't practicing this week, so mm. there's a lot of changes still to go for my team. And apparently, put Marcus Johnson in after his one big week in his entire career. So. <laughs> We'll see if his uh, replacement of Julio Jones is worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to get those targets, and he seems capable. It's quite late in the career for a breakout. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize he's 27. Holy smokes. Um, yeah, give him a next year. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a keeper for sure. Well, I, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of blue chip stuff going on here um it's going to be it i will have this game for sure mm-hmm. our next match up here matt and stefan stefan has russell in maybe he's confident that last week was just a fluke and he's ready to ready to get really into it um, Najee harris and james connor obviously are good plays right now connor is the leading leading touchdowns in the league right now i think with something like 14 15 so and then Metcalf, CD Lamb as well for Stefan, not to mention uh, C-Mac in his flex. So this looks like an uphill battle for Matt, who has Harris playing right now is 10 for 56. Not not a great line so far. Maybe no. he uh, gets a late touchdown here in the last five minutes. Well, and Pitts is playing for him too. Uh, so far, not a not a great performance. Yeah, I mean, Stefan could have streamed somebody to get through Stafford's bye. But I mean, I don't know who you're who you're streaming. That's predictably better than Russell Wilson. Yeah, um, yeah I, I will be also following this one. You know, um, poor poor Matt with the running back situation. Um, you hope you, you you're hoping for more from Damian, Damian because he's got DeAndre Swift, who is obviously awesome. Um, but then you've got you know. Devonta Freeman and Elijah Mitchell and Adrian Peterson. Like it's, it, it, uh, I, I think he's um, probably suffered the most in terms of the running back scarcity. Yeah. These are not names you'd think to be top end starters, but they've, they've delivered in a couple of weeks and Mitchell's a bit questionable. Hopefully uh, he makes the field this week because he uh, can't start Javante who's had also kind of a weird season. He's probably yeah, people, better people, running back, but just not scoring. Yeah. I think I heard on fantasy footballers podcast a couple of weeks ago, they were like, yeah, Gordon keeps producing and Javante keeps producing. You can start them both. I was like, I don't know about that. Like once a game script goes sour, they're, they're not both getting, um, they're not both getting enough work, but yeah. Um, I mean, what is Javon? Twenty RB twenty six on the year. Yeah, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad for that's, a 
completely 50-50 split. Yeah, that's true. It could it could be a lot worse, but he he's pretty talented. It looks he looks good on the field. It's just the Broncos are dead set that they're each getting a getting a drive and just sw- swapping. Yeah. Yep. So it'll take an injury for one of them to actually be like the guy. But you know Mahomes Mahomes uh, is playing Dallas, so that could be a huge game if, you know, Dallas is probably going to score. So Casey's probably going to score score. I don't really trust Casey's defense. Dallas has looked surprisingly good, but I just don't see them completely shutting out the the Chiefs after their get right week last last week. Yeah, Dallas is a weird one. Um I say this as a Broncos fan. Uh hopefully <laughs> coloring my my experience, but Mahomes, it's the same. Like they're they're both both Dallas and KC are like oh it feels like this week's uh uh Rams game where you're like, oh, here comes the shootout and it's just gonna disappoint. I, I we might be in for that with KC Dallas. Who knows? But uh certainly on paper it's potential Super Bowl preview, uh <laughs> an exci- uh, crazy exciting matchup. Um so who, who knows? Uh you, but yeah, once when you have Mahomes, you just you just friggin' start him. Um and obviously you get that stack with Hill that's that served him so well. Um you know, last week that's last week that gave him fifty. That happens surprisingly frequently, and that's just about half the way to what you need to win most of the time. Here's a non fantasy related question. Mm-hmm. Are the Cowboys the best NFC team? Ooh. You know, that's a that's a good question. Um, are, are you I'm worried going... about the Cardinals after they've kind of teetered a couple of weeks here without Kyler? I, like, you say best, and that kind of implies you have to pick one. I, I would certainly okay. say they're in a tier with... The Buccaneers, who you just have to put in put in there out of respect, you know, they're yes. the defending champs <laughs> until they're not anymore. Um, uh, the Rams and the Cowboys are all in that 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 top that top tier. I I, I don't I don't know about the Packers. I'm still not quite sure what's going to be happening with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but as far as the best out of that group, you kind of have to say so, right? Like I, I, I wouldn't be worried if I were a Cardinals fan. I think Kyler's awesome and their, their defense is, is very talented, but, um, you know, it just kind of feel, it does kind of feel like it's Dallas's time, which sucks <laughs> to say, because I'm not a Dallas fan. I despise the Cowboys, um, but it really it does feel like things are coming together for them here. Their defenses. I I I was listening to the Ringer or sorry the the Athletic Football Show and they were talking about what Dak does and how he's kind of the successor to the Peyton Manning style quarterback that it basically doesn't exist anymore and how preternatural he is at the line of scrimmage diagnosing a defense and um it's it's impressive to watch it's quite the quite the thing to see i yeah yeah 
I would say the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC right now. Um, it feels weird to say that with the Buccaneers around, um, but they they and the Rams haven't looked like I wouldn't I wouldn't take away if I were a Cardinals fan I wouldn't be worried based on the last couple of weeks. If I were a Rams or a Buccaneers fan, I would be worried based on the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, that that those the, that that feels a little bit more like you're showing actual cracks um, rather than yes. weird weird one off games. Um, yeah, exactly. So I, I guess you would say that about the Cowboys. Yeah, because the Cardinals lost because Kyler Murray is hurt and Hopkins is hurt, so they're missing their two stars on offense. So the team's not quite there. Same with the Buccaneers. You know, they come out have a pretty bad performance against a really bad team and then cowboys after a bad game against the broncos so just come out and uh completely dominate the game and yeah all their wins have looked really good and i can't imagine them stopping unless you know they get hurt or something now you say that you would expect the cardinals to lose without kyler you wouldn't expect um you wouldn't necessarily expect like if you're contending for the Super Bowl, Cam Newton to get up off the couch and come and lead an offense to drop 34 on you. Uh, but <laughs> that's again, that's true. But again, that feels weird. That feels more weird than it feels concerning. Like you oh, chalk yeah. that up to just be like, Cam Newton is Cam Newton, I guess. Sometimes, yep. maybe he's weird. He's yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I heard about that. I did I did hear that, yeah. All right, well, going back into the world of Fantasyland, um, Keith and Neil here. Um, you know, speaking of Kyler Murray, he's a Keith starter, so hopefully he's back. I'm hearing positive news, but not for sure news. Um, Josh Jacob and Kenyon Drake are both in for him, so hopefully the Raiders win, because that's usually yeah. how those running backs go. Yeah, that's a... That's a- it's a good tactic, you know. Someone's going to get the work between the two of them, so let's just go for both of them. Is yeah. Cincinnati good against the run this year? I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, Hard to say. But, yeah, but I mean, Kenyon Drake does a lot of pass catching work for them, weirdly enough. Um, I think the problem here is that if jo- Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake both have a good game, they're looking at one Jonathan Taylor. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs to get someone else on his team to to step up and fill the gap there. It's very interesting to see how reliant uh, Neil is on, on Buffalo this week. He's got Josh Allen and Zach Moss and Knox and the Buffalo defense, all of whom are playing his favorite team. It's uh, I, I, I don't know if I would want to do that to myself just mentally. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of rooting against your own team you're doing there. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean uh, that that I guess I guess that's going to swing the week, right? Like that that one game has Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, Josh Allen, Devin Knox, the Buffalo defense. Is there anyone in that game on the on uh, on Keith's side? No, uh, does well, not look like it. Maybe maybe he's just going for efficiency. He's like, I can just watch one game this Sunday, and then I'll know if I won fantasy or not from that one game. Yeah, I mean, almost his entire <laughs> roster is playing at 11 a.m., so... That's, that's true, yeah. And uh, meanwhile, on uh, Keith's side, he has two Monday nighters, so... Mm-hmm. This, this is going to be one that's... You're sitting there looking at it for a day and a half. <laughs> wondering, yeah. Wondering who's going to win. Yeah. 
Yeah, I lo- love to see the the huge seventy point lead that uh, gets chipped away at over the course of the rest of the games. He has Carson in, but I don't think Carson is playing this week, so I don't know why he's there unless he hurt something I didn't. Sideline at practice, latest headline. Yeah. Uh, for now, it looks like Carson will miss his sixth consecutive game. Hey, you know, if you need a running back, uh, I'm your guy. Uh, you're probably sick of having uh, Cooper Cup on your roster, so give me a call. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe you can trade for Ernest Johnson for that keeper value. Get him back. Yeah, he's he's gonna go be he's gonna go be Ladanian Tomlinson for someone next year, or I guess I should say Michael Turner. He's gonna be Michael Turner for someone next year. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good player. Yeah, this will be interesting. And, you know, Neil's going to know pretty early on if he's going to, he's got a chance. Oh man, Ramondre Stevenson, 12 carries and a, and a reception on my bench. I mean, only eight points, but, uh, okay, boy, I what feel, a... I don't feel bad benching him. Oh, hey, was that another field goal by Mr. Nick Folk? Sure was. 16 points. Wowie. What a, what a legend. And one was a 50 yarder. Uh, you just I like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just running up the score on Zach now. It's quite yeah. a hole he's got. 16 to 6. <laughs> okay, on to our fourth matchup between uh, Nick and Zane. Nick's on that big hot streak, and Zane, meanwhile, is a bit of a down streak. Uh, Kamara, the injury is, I'm hearing, high ankle, possibly. Um, never a good one for a running back. He has Ty Johnson in, who's had a pretty consistent few weeks. I don't know what he's like with a, a surprise start of the week with Joe Flacco, but... Yeah, that's fa- that's fascinating. I had been paying very close attention to my guy, Michael Carter, but I didn't know Ty Johnson had just been silently producing over there. How All, all in the catching game. Like, all yeah. in the catching game, yeah. Yeah, seven, or seven for six, six for five, three for two, eight for five, like... Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that's that's very interesting. Mind you, if Kamara is out again, um, and he did not practice today, um, Zane's looking at. I mean, he's already starting Ty Johnson, and then he's going to have to go pick between McNichols, Miles. Oh, oh Miles Sanders is also. Yeah, it's just has been designated to return, but I don't think they're anticipating his return. And Daryl Henderson's on the bye. Well, I uh, hear somebody has RB twos for sale. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, come, come, come talk to me, man. And uh, McNichols actually has a concussion, so he's still he's also questionable for this weekend. Well, I think we all know that Deonta Foreman won that job handily and can be expecting twenty to twenty five touches a game for the rest of the season for the rest of the year. Definitely. I think that's I think we all can agree on that. Yeah, and then on Nick's team, you know, Daryl Williams was a surprise last week. I'm not sure. What that's like going forward? I know you have a uh, Clyde, so yeah. I think the last news we heard was a change in tone from expecting Clyde to get activated this week to them saying actually we might give him another week. Uh, was I think almost exactly the quote out of Andy Reid. So um, yeah, Daryl Williams uh, will continue to be a good start until Clyde returns um, and. You know, I don't don't quote me on this, but he may be a good start even after that. And you know, uh, the otherwise you've got 
Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Rodgers and Andre Hopkins and Mark Andrews and Stephen Diggs, uh, Diggs. Like, yeah, uh, I think Zane's got in for a rough week here. Um, as as we've been saying all along, Nick's not been getting the bounces, and now he's getting the bounces because, uh, and that that couples with a very talented fantasy roster of his. Yeah, his team, you know, Keenan Allen, Diggs, Hopkins, like you said, like those are <laughs> some of the best receivers in the game. Mm. So, you know, it's been just not all clicking for him in the early weeks. But, you know, a win here is uh, big for him and also big for the rest of us chasing those uh, elusive sixth, fifth spots in the league. Though Hopkins also didn't practice today. Yes. So, yeah, hmm. we'll, uh, we'll he's see. Got to- he's got Tony, though. Yeah, Tony is, a, I think, a great flex play there. I think so. Well, our last matchup, you against uh, a Jaron, and you're up to 22 points now as uh, Patriots have uh, now three interceptions. I'm just going to read, starting in week seven, which I think is when I picked them up because they were playing the Jets. They had come off a terrible performance against Dallas. They were playing the Jets, and I picked them up. 13.25, They are the number two defense in fantasy. And I hate to say this, but they're kind of responsible for my winning streak. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have been great, as I think a lot of people kind of thought they would be, but maybe not this, this good. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone expected this um zach might have but yeah otherwise uh i'm it it, a lot of this is is uh gonna come down to candidly how good dak does against that in that kc game um and i'm rooting for camara to come back so that mark ingram doesn't get his his lots of of production because um uh, Jaron has put himself in an interesting situation here with Bolden and Davis locked in on his bench, having performed tonight. Um, if oh yeah, if Ingram uh, isn't getting the start because Kamara's healthy, uh, you're looking at Devin Booker, who or sorry Devonte Booker, who may also not be starting, uh, or Boston Scott, or I guess he could flex in Booney. It's the flex spot we're talking about. But at any rate, I. I, I'm scared of Dak Prescott, uh, as most sane individuals I think are these days. Um, and then otherwise, I've got my my four my foursome of running backs here. Um, I'm hoping that the Lamar Jackson Hollywood Brown stack can can continue to perform for me here. But yeah, that, New England's up to 25 points. Goodness gracious! <laughs> what they get now? Must have been a sack or something. Uh, was it an interception? It's four interceptions on the week now. It could be. Yeah, I think Josh. I think Josh Rosen came in and they picked him off. Huh. Woof! Oh, game's over now. Nice. Yep. Yep. Excellent. A, an even twenty-five out of your defense. Hard to imagine a, a better week at a better start to the week. That's a, that's a good start. Yeah, especially against the hottest team in the league. So you need it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and it should be some good matchups. I like I like the four running backs that are going to head to head here. Uh, Montgomery looked pretty good in his first week back, and Dylan looked great and taken over. And then Gibson, you know, 
no no word on his injury, so he must be doing okay. And then comes out and has a pretty good week against what was supposed to be a top running back defense. And the weird thing about that game is like, and again, I you, you know don't ca- don't don't quote me on this. Um, people who may be interested in trading for him, but there it was a mixed bag of a week last week. Obviously, you're happy to get 20 points, um, and obviously, when your player is injured, you're happy to see him get 24 carries. But average less than three yards a carry. Um, scored two touchdowns, which is great, but uh, it wasn't an explosive, world-beating thing. It was a vultury touchdown dependent type of performance um so hopefully they just decide that he's the bell cow and they keep going to him um but uh, i'm not you know out of out of my my stable of rb2 rb3s here um he his injury concerns are second only to my concerns about miles gaskin continuing to not make any sense well i mean he has probably the best matchup for a running back this week against the Jets. So, you know, this that's, is the week that's for, very true. for Gaskin. And that's very his true. his stat line is for the last six weeks is a seesaw. Up, down, up, down, up, down. So you're on an up week. <laughs> hey, that's true. That's a hard, hard-hitting analysis there. Well, I mean, I'm getting the benefit of Gaskin going against the Jets, but... Um... Uh, Jaron's getting the benefit of the Dolphins' defense going against the Jets. So, uh, Joe Flacco, let's go, buddy. Let's let's turn <laughs> let's turn back the clock to 2012, buddy. Oh uh, uh, yeah, woof. Yeah, uh, I, I'm happy to have a great start against uh, or with with New England's defense here tonight because I do feel like I'm going to need it. Yeah, I think so as well. Well, that's uh, all of our matchups. So. Good luck to you this week. Um, uh, is it actually one 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 last question for you, Mister Commissioner? Um, is this the last week for trades? Are are we in it right now, or is it next week? Why is this difficult to find? <laughs> the eleventh week. What are we in? We're in week. We're in week eleven. Week eleven. Oh, yes. I guess this yeah, could tra- be a trade. If you time. if you go to if you go to the team tab, it says trade deadline is this week. You will not be able to make or accept any trades. After following this week's oh, game. Oh, dang. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, uh, let me finish off the podcast with a desperate plea to prevent, you know, Clyde's going to come off of injured reserve and I'm going to have to drop like Corey Davis or Deonta Foreman or Ramondre Stevenson. And I don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. That the, all those guys are awesome. So please save me from having to do that. Everybody. You heard him. Ha, 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 ha.